Marie Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, and I'm an accidental country girl. I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and I've got a lot of mouths to feed. My style of food is simple yet scrumptious, and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening on the ranch. My dad and stepmom Patsy are coming out for a long overdue dinner. And since we don't get to see him very often, I really want to splurge. My dad loves steakhouse food, so that's exactly what I'm making him. We're having beautiful filet steaks grilled by my husband, Lad, along with a creamy peppercorn sauce. To go with it, crisp Caesar salad with big Parmesan shavings and buttered rosemary rolls warm from the oven. And to follow, luscious cherry almond crisp with cool whipped cream. Then we're headed outside for hot chocolate around the fire. The perfect end to a great night. The hot chocolate. <laughs> Welcome to my frontier. I wanted to make everything really special for my dad and Patsy, and my dad loves fruit crisps. So I'm making him a cherry almond crisp that he is gonna love. I've got four bags of frozen cherries. Just throw them into a bowl. Frozen fruit is perfect in crisp because it just bakes down and you never have to worry about it not being in season. Okay, now I'm gonna take a mixture of half a cup of sugar with a quarter cup of cornstarch. I'll just give it a stir. And then I'll just pour it right over the fruit. You don't even have to wait for the fruit to thaw before you use it. This mixture with cornstarch is gonna give the sauce a really nice substance as it bakes down. And now, I'm gonna add a couple of teaspoons of almond extract. Now I'll just toss it around a coat. And because the cherries are frozen, they're just sort of hanging on to the sugar cornstarch mixture. Now, I usually bake fruit crisp in a big baking dish, but since this is sort of a special dinner for my dad, I'm gonna put them in individual ramekins. I'll just spoon about half a cup or so into the ramekins. My kids are so excited that Papa Bill's coming over for dinner. That's what they call my dad, Papa Bill. But after moving cattle around with their dad all day, they're gonna be excited to eat dinner. This is some of the most fun work we get to do sorting the cattle out. So we're gonna take them over here to the pens and load them up in the trailer and haul them over to another pasture. It gives the kids a chance to kind of learn everywhere they need to be and what they need to do. Uh, it's good. Ride up a little faster on that outside, okay? All right. Now on to the topping, which I think might be my favorite part of fruit crisp. I love the fruit too, but I don't have to choose. I'll do both. To a bowl, I'm gonna add a cup of flour half a cup of sugar, and to get that nice, dark, sugary color, a half a cup of brown sugar. Might add just a little bit more. And then I'm gonna add half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, quarter teaspoon of salt, and just a little bit of nutmeg. If you've never tried fresh nutmeg grated right into your recipes, you must sometime in your life. And now I've got a stick of cold butter. It helps if the butter is really, really cold so you can pull it right out of the fridge and just cut it up. All right, now I'm just gonna take my pastry cutter, my trusty, rusty pastry cutter. Actually, it's my trusty stainless pastry cutter, so never mind. <laughs> and I'm just gonna work the butter till the butter is completely combined with the flour sugar mixture. 
This will take a couple of minutes, but just take your time. Be patient. Think about your to-do list. Think about your goals in life. All right, this consistency is just perfect. So the last thing I'll do, since this is a cherry almond crisp, pour in a bag of slivered almonds, about a six ounce bag. Just get them all mixed in. And then I'll put the topping on the crisps. And I just use my hands so much easier that way. I just pile it on in there. The butter's gonna melt, the sugars are gonna bubble up and caramelize, the almonds are gonna toast. It's just gonna be a miracle, the whole thing. <laughs> this recipe makes quite a bit of topping, but you really wanna pile it on because when the crisps bake, the butter melts and it really settles down into each ramekin. These have my dad's name, Papa Bill, written all over them. He's just gonna love these. All right, now these go into a 350 degree oven for about 45 minutes until they're nice and golden and bubbly. I'm gonna serve the crisps with whipped cream. So I'm gonna get a head start and whip it now and then it'll be all ready tonight. Pour two cups of cream into the bowl of a mixer. Add two tablespoons of sugar and turn it on high to whip it. You know, truth be told, I could probably just serve this bowl of whipped cream to my dad and kids, and they'd be totally happy. They love whipped cream. But on top of the fruit crisps, forget about it. They're gonna love it. All right. Now I'll just put this in the fridge, and if I can keep from eating it, it'll be ready for dessert tonight. Up next, it's Caesar salad, grilled beef filet with peppercorn sauce, and my husband's man in the grill. We're also having buttered rosemary rolls, cherry almond crisp, and delicious hot chocolate around the fire. Steakhouse food and yummy dessert, all for my sweet dad. My dad and his sweet wife, Patsy, are coming over for dinner tonight, and I'm so excited. So I made little cherry almond crisps. My dad is gonna love them because he loves fruit crisp of any kind. Oh my goodness, they're done. They look so good. I'm actually gonna serve these at room temperature, so I'll just leave them here to cool. Now on the menu tonight, we're having steakhouse food, which is my dad's favorite kind of food. We're having steak with a wonderful peppercorn sauce. Lad's gonna come up here and grill the steaks after he finishes moving cattle around. We're also having Caesar salad. And as far as I'm concerned, you cannot have Caesar salad without awesome croutons. The secret to a great crouton is the bread. I use crusty French bread, which makes croutons that are crunchy on the outside and a little chewy on the inside. That's just how I like them. Just cut the bread into cubes and throw them on a baking sheet. Next, add half a cup of olive oil and four tablespoons of butter to a pan with four cloves of crushed peeled garlic. Turn on the heat and stir it around for just a couple of minutes so the garlic really infuses the oil and butter. When the time's up, fish out the garlic and drizzle the oil and butter all over the bread cubes. Mix them all together, sprinkle on a little salt, then throw them all into a skillet. Cook the croutons till they're nice and golden brown. You know, I said I like my croutons crispy with a little bit of chew inside, and I really found that if you cook them in the skillet, it's a lot easier to make that happen. Sometimes when I put croutons in the oven, I tend to forget about them, out of sight, out of mind. So in the skillet, it works just right. 
Lad and the kids are moving cattle around, and when Lad and I were first married, I used to laugh whenever he said he was going to move cattle around, because I pictured him picking them up one by one and moving them. But actually, that's not exactly how it happens. Okay, these are done, so I'll just turn off the heat, and I'm going to assemble the salad later, so I'll just leave them here in the skillet so they'll be here when I need them. Caesar salad dressing is so personal, and years ago, my good friend Hyacinth and I took turns tweaking the dressing until we got it just perfect, and then I locked it in, and I've been making it that way ever since. Basically, I just throw everything into a blender. It starts with eight anchovy fillets. Then I'll add four cloves of chopped garlic and four heaping tablespoons of Dijon mustard, two teaspoons of Worcestershire sauce. And this is where, if you like the flavor of Worcestershire, just add a couple more teaspoons. Just make it your own. Then two tablespoons of red wine vinegar. Cut a lemon in half, and I'll squeeze in the juice. I just hold my hand under and catch the seeds with my fingers. Now I'll just pulse it up a few times. I just want to get all the ingredients combined at this stage. And some of the garlic will stick to the side, so just take a spatula and scrape it and then just pulse it again. With the food processor on, I'll drizzle in one cup of olive oil pretty slowly as it blends. You can use extra virgin olive oil or not. Just use whatever you have on hand. Okay, now that's all blended. So I'll sprinkle in a good dash of salt and an even better dash of black pepper and then a half a cup of freshly grated Parmesan cheese. And you just pulse it a few times to mix it in. I really love the texture of the Parmesan cheese in the dressing. It just gives it such a great substance. All right, so the dressing and the croutons are done for the Caesar salad. I'm just gonna put it in a jar and then stick it in the fridge. And the great thing about Caesar salad dressing is it just gets better the longer it sits in the fridge. So it's gonna be delicious tonight. I'm so excited my dad and Pat are coming over for dinner. They don't get over here very often. Dad loves good steakhouse food. So I'm recreating the steakhouse experience on the ranch tonight. Now normally when I make something like a peppercorn sauce to spoon over steaks, I've cooked the steaks in the skillet that I eventually make the sauce in. But tonight, since my strapping husband's out on the grill doing the steaks, I'm going to kind of try to bump up the beef flavor in the sauce. I've got four tablespoons of butter in a skillet, and I crumbled in a cube of beef bouillon. So I'm going to turn off the heat because I'm going to grab the hard stuff. I'm using brandy, but you can use cognac or whiskey or really anything you want. Startled me. I'm gonna add about a cup of this stuff, and oh my gosh, does that smell good. Okay, now the heat goes back on, and I'm gonna add some Dijon mustard. It gives the sauce a great, great tanginess. All right, I'll just whisk that around and let it reduce. Lad's on the grill, I'm in the kitchen. That's what you call teamwork. You know, I like to put a little butter on the steak before I put it on the grill. Charcoal's really not that important, just whatever kind you like using. If they start getting too hot in the middle, you can always move them off to the side a little bit. 
you know, as they start to firm up, you can tell by, you know, how done they are. The firmer they get, the more done they are. When you cut a tenderloin up, you have pieces of the tail, and these just make kind of nice little finger food appetizer. All right, the sauce is rich and reduced and wonderful, and I'm getting hungry. Now I'm gonna grab the heavy cream. Oh my goodness, life is beautiful. Let that simmer for a minute. And then I've got tricolor peppercorns. You can use any peppercorns you want in peppercorn sauce. Pour them into a plastic bag. I've got about four tablespoons in the bag, but you don't have to be that precise. Just kind of eyeball it and just whack them a few times. You don't need to totally pulverize them. You just want to break them open. Then I'll just open the bag, sprinkle them right in, and that's all you have in there. All right, I'm just going to turn it down to low and let it simmer. My dad is going to be so excited. These are starting to get a little brown, so I'm going to go ahead and turn them a little. Just putting a little lemon pepper and seasoned salt. My dad and Patsy will be here any minute, so I'm going to pull everything together, including the Caesar salad. First, throw the romaine leaves into a big bowl, then add half the dressing. Shave on lots of good Parmesan cheese, toss together, throw in the croutons, and garnish it with a few more shavings of Parmesan and a grind of black pepper. And now I gotta tell you about my rosemary rolls. Oh my goodness. Would you feast your eyes on these things? They are so gorgeous, so beautiful, so delicious. It's so easy to make. I use frozen, unrisen dinner rolls. I just put them in a skillet and cover them with a cloth. They take about two hours to rise. Then I brush them with melted butter, sprinkle them with sea salt, then finely chopped rosemary. Then I just bake the rolls at 400 degrees for about 15 to 20 minutes. Don't tell anybody how easy this recipe is. Actually, go ahead and tell everybody. Spread it around like wildfire. Share the love. Oh, and you know what? I just heard him pull up. Excited so to good see to see you. you. Oh. Guys, come on, let's check out the steaks. Daddy. Good to see you. I'm glad y'all came out. Bill, take a bite of one of those. Bill, lad's greeting you with a chunk of meat. Hey, greet me with a chunk oh. of meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all ready to go in? Yeah, let's go in. For recipes from this episode, go to foodnetwork.com slash pioneerwoman. We love you guys. Let the feast begin, guys. Sounds good. <laughs> Honey, your steaks look fabulous. You want some salad? Oh, yes, thank Does anybody you. Anybody want any peppercorn sauce? Oh, a little peppercorn would be great. Dig in, dudes. Mm. Oh, dessert is about Papa Bill's favorite dessert, which is fruit crisp. Thank you very much for doing that. <laughs> Dig in, Papa. <laughs> Here, Patsy. Pat the whipped yeah. cream. I was actually considering oh, right. just serving a bowl of whipped cream. Because I knew you wouldn't mind. A little more, please. Mama, the whipped cream is the best. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a fire and let's have some hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. Daddy, can I have 
My dad doesn't live in a big city, but he does have neighbors all around him. So I wanted to give him a taste of the wide open spaces out here. And I'm glad we have a fire because it is cold. I'm going to make some delicious, rich hot chocolate to finish off what's been a really fun evening. I'm going to start with three cups of whole milk and then three cups of half and half. Okay, then I'm going to pour the milk half and half mixture into a saucepan. This is just a quick, easy way to make hot chocolate. You don't have to have a mix or anything special. Turn up the heat, and then I'll just let that sit until it comes to a simmer, and then I'll add the chocolate after that. <laughs> the milk is piping hot, so I'm gonna add in some good quality chocolate chips. Two cups right into the warm milk, and then just stir it till it melts. And then I'm going to add a good splash of vanilla. And then just stir that around. Okay, the hot chocolate is officially perfect. Now I'm going to serve it in some glasses. And then I'm going to go ahead and top it with some of the whipped cream we have left over from the crisp. And then to really top it off, I'm going to shave on a little chocolate at the end. The most perfect hot chocolate ever. I just love it when my dad comes to visit. I propose a toast. To family. To Papa Bill and Patsy. Hot to hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> to family loving hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Oh,